Hello. Hello. We're back, kind of. Kind of. You always uh, say that. Remote. You always you always say that when we're in this situation. You always say, it's us, kind of. We're back, kind of. You <laughs> Well yeah, I don't know. I I never noticed that I say that every time. Mm. But maybe that's uh that'll be our little catchphrase, our little our little clue to the listeners that we're recording remotely. A little clue right before we say two seconds later that we're recording remotely. <laughs> It's okay. It works out. Hello. Hello. Uh, we were recording remotely. Uh, what was last week? Last week? Oh, last week. Didn't happen. Something hit me. Yeah. yeah I just felt really sick halfway through the day. So thank you for that uh, That uh, that little pause. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this week, uh, my fiance, who I live with, oddly enough, has COVID. Um, I've been negative every day, but just don't want to risk it. We have been quarantining. I, uh, I made her soup last night, made a really good chicken soup. Um, and I came up, she's been her, like her designated spot is our bedroom slash her office. Um, my designated spot is my office here. And then like the living room is a shared spot, but only one of us at a time. So I was down there, I was making, uh, I was making the soup. I brought it up. I opened her uh, bedroom door and I just kind of put the soup on <laughs> that was on like a little plate with bread on my dresser, which is right next to the door. And I said, enjoy and close the door like a <laughs> like a nice prison guard. <laughs> I just like rattled the, the bars and threw the food in. Hey, hey. And then we've been uh, we FaceTime from I'm downstairs and she's in the room and we FaceTime and eat dinner together. It's really sad. But so far, so far, I'm negative. It's worth it if you stay negative. She's got it bad, and everybody who got it with her has got it bad. And everybody who has it these days, like whatever strain is going around, it's a rough one. Yep. They said it's the most resistant yet. It keeps, uh, yeah, it's not good. So, yeah, keep that out of your system. Because the bigger thing I have a fear of is what they're finding as complications of people with COVID, and it's all heart-related. And the cool thing about that stuff is that you don't see it until you have a problem. So, like, you don't know yeah. you have a heart problem until you have a heart problem. So <laughs> Until you have a sudden heart problem. Not cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. But anyway, today Thanks. we're going to be talking about uh, fun, good things only. That's my rule that I'm just now setting for you live. On, okay. On I only bring fun, good topics. I just want to say. You do. And we just learned before we started pressing record, you currently, recently, have only brought topics that are written in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think the all caps were always implied with your topics, but you're really embracing it now. It's That's the mindset I have when I've typed the ones I have, to be honest. They're yeah. all genuine full caps topics. They're not like yeah. a thing. It's something that I'm just genuinely doing. A few months ago, you put the topic, the movie Tenet, and then a couple of weeks ago, you put the topic in all caps, training day. <laughs> Which I still haven't seen. I, I know, apologize. I know. Because if you did see it, you would text me and say, holy shit. And I would say, finally. <laughs> right? Finally. Yeah. That's exactly what would happen. Yeah. That's how I know you haven't seen it. But, alas, I have not. Um, I have a topic on here. You have two. They are both in all caps. <laughs> both of them are vulgar. <laughs> uh, what do you want to start with? I want to start with MILFs. Uh, sorry can you please pronounce that again as if it were in all caps which it is i want to start with milfs 
Start away. <laughs> so, uh, just a quick question. Um, you know the uh, uh, a few episodes ago, we spoke about this. We spoke about specifically a uh, a show, a reality TV show. Because you let it slip that you actually enjoyed a little bit of some reality TV. So I didn't realize, but found something really fun, which is a new reality show that was being released called Milf Island. That's not what it's called. You keep calling it that. What is it? Isn't it like Milf Manor or something? Oh, I'm sorry. Milf Man. No, it's Milf Island. <laughs> <laughs> I just found it. Okay. I, I just found it. It's Milf Island. <laughs> nope, it's Island. It's Got Milf it. Island. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, for those of you who don't know, it is an island of older ladies, um, who have a, uh, a type, a preferred type of, uh, romantic partner or just a sexually active partner. And that's typically a younger, uh, male. So, a younger man. So... A few episodes ago when I brought this up to Chris, the thing that we were really talking about was the joke behind it, which is there's a big reveal in the trailer for Milf Island and the curtain drops and all you see are all these mothers go, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. What is this? What's happening? All these like reactions to what happens after the curtain drops because the the punchline there on the tweet that I found of this was somebody saying they're going to make them fuck their own sons, aren't they? And we all <laughs> laughed and said, ha ha, that would be really weird, right? Fast forward um, to the 20th oh, of uh, the first 20 days of 2023. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> we see the faces of these uh, potential suitors for these mothers. And it turns out it very much indeed are their sons. <laughs> yeah. So it's what, like 16, 12, 16 MILFs? Is it MILFs or MILFs? M I. It's uh, Mike India Lima Foxtrot. But when it's plural, do, like, is it Wolf Sierra. Wolves? No, Sierra. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like leaf leaves. No. Milf mills. Milfs. It's milfs. It's milfs. <laughs> I think milf could also be the plural form of it as well. Are you looking up the plural form of milf right now? I'm not. Okay. I thought you were doing that. Um, so anyways. <laughs> yeah. And so I sent this to you. I said, yo, I, I don't think I ever said, yo, I just sent it to you. And I just, it, I sent you the tweet where it says in all caps, the tweet says, Hey, milf Island. Uh, what did you just say? What's the challenge? What was that I just heard? And then you watched it. And then your response was, What the fuck? I think I made, I copy and pasted a bunch of A's. I think I typed out like 10 A's and then copied it and pressed paste A's. like 10 times. That looks like 10 A's to you? That paragraph? No, I copy and pasted the A's oh, a oh, bunch of times. Of okay. It's okay. like a paragraph of A's. Yes. What, <laughs> what the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> yes. Uh, so for those of you wondering, that is exactly what it is. It is these mothers are on an island and they are um, essentially competing for the other mothers on the island's sons so they're not trying to let's say ancestrally have relations with their own sons they are trying to 
have sexual relations with the other mother's sons on the island. So they're competing for each other's sons is, I guess, the best way to put it. Now, you as the resident reality TV show fan, because we know I don't really care, I wanted to... Don't put that on me. <laughs> I wanted to get your input on this latest development of the hottest new reality TV show, MILF Island. I don't think it's the hottest new TV show, first of all. I think it's the most memed new TV show. It's the newest TV show that's the easiest to make fun of. Um, it's inherently gross. It's very gross. Um... <laughs> But here's the thing with reality TV shows. It doesn't need to be good. Uh, it just needs to be new. Like, when American when American Idol blew up, that was such a new thing. Like a singing competition TV show back in like 2000 or 2002 or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, that was so new. And then we had America's Got Talent, which very quickly just became another singing competition. And now we have things like The Voice, The Masked Singer... There's so many shows that are like that, that are that are basically just the the same thing, but they each have their own spin, which is why they each do fine because it's something new. Um, this is just a private island dating show where everybody's competing. Everyone over here is competing for everyone over there, with a twist. And the twist is gross, but it's a twist. And it got greenlit, and it's on TV, and it's something we've never seen before. So it's going to do gangbusters. It's going to do great. It's probably It should be illegal, but, but it's new, so people are going to love it. Um, so the challenge we saw, by the way, the video you sent me, yeah where the person said what was that what was the challenge what did i just hear and i said what the fuck after watching it was here's all of your boys here's all your shirtless boys with their rippling eight packs now you're all gonna get blindfolded and just by using touch you gotta touch all these boys as eight packs and try to determine which one is which or i think it was try to determine which one is your son yes it's your son Yuck. <laughs> yeah, I just literally, I just had to like swallow because so I didn't throw up real quick. What's the, I don't, I, it's not explained how, how the individual gross challenges go towards you getting the best little boy. Like... <laughs> I don't get if you say, oh, this is my Timmy, how, <laughs> then do you, does that make you easier to get Daryl? <laughs> I, I think it just means you get to go on a date with Timmy, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's. No, that's your son. Right, right. Um, maybe it, what it does is that it, it allows you to like protect Timmy from these other MILFs and. <laughs> <laughs> You get you get the magical cock block, yeah. <laughs> and you could bestow it upon Timmy so he doesn't have to sleep with any of your fellow contestants. That's what I'm saying. You can protect you can protect your uh, innocent son's uh, virginity. You can do that. You can protect them. Vir definitely virginity. Yes. <laughs> oh man, it's so gross. And I watched that. And I wasn't, I, I experienced shock briefly, the symptoms of shock. Um, I texted you, what the fuck? And then I just thought about it. And I remember thinking, 
what does this accomplish in the show? Like in the canon of the show, then what? <laughs> like maybe they win. Maybe oh, they this win is definitely money. Jonathan's gut. Maybe they win money or they win a prize as a family, and it's like the two of them teaming up. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Yuck, yuck, yuck. Well, because don't... <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yes. I'm going to offer this to you. You could throw it right back okay. or you could take it. Okay. Think about it. Maybe. Yes. Should we watch this show and talk about <laughs> every episode of this show on the podcast? I don't think I can stomach it. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so either. I'm really glad you said that. I don't think I can stomach it. <laughs> I immediately it. regretted asking you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too icky. I mean... Keep in mind, don't forget what the trailer was. The trailer was, I love them young and fresh and hot and cut and they can go all night long. Like the, <laughs> the, the premise was they were going to an island to find the most fuckable younger man that they could find and fuck them. So <laughs> that was the premise of what the show was. I'm Mallory, and I love them when they're got the so, same age as my son. <laughs> when they're hot and tight and got strong striations and just <laughs> veiny. I don't know. And and it's just the premise was not like I'm here to find love. I'm here for a second chance. It was I'm here to let loose. I'm old and horny. That's what it was. <laughs> I'm here yeah. to let loose. I'm here because I'm ready to fuck. And then and now let's the trailer ends with the cliffhanger of let's see the contestants. Yeah. And it's a bunch of little boys <laughs> and they they lined them up. So it's like white lady, blonde, white lady, Italian looking white lady, black lady, white lady, Asian lady. And then the boys are like white lady or white boy blonde white boy italian looking white boy black boy so you can but you don't see their faces but they're all like oh my god and they're like they're lined up to match so <laughs> it doesn't leave much to the imagination here's what my first thought upon seeing the trailer what were those boys signing up for and how did they get the moms and the boys to sign up differently or were they doing it differently like, there had to have been, how do you sign up for the same reality TV show as your son slash mom and not know? I don't know, because I don't know their ages. We know they're legal, because this would be a federal crime being broadcast on on cable news. Not cable news, cable TV, right? So, like... <laughs> not <the> news. <laughs> Breaking, Mallory picks Timmy. <laughs> yeah, so it's not that, but... um. I don't know. I think they're all, what, like 21? Yeah, sure. Or at least 18. Because you have to get all, you got to get all boozed up on on MILF Island to get ready for what's about to ensue. (laughs) They're all at least 18 years old. Legally. They have to be. They they look like they're in their mid-20s-ish. Oh, mid How many mid-20-year-olds do you know that are that fucking cut? I don't know. Milf, milf boys. I bet you they're between eighteen and twenty-two. Ugh, I can't believe I just searched Milf Island. I love it. They're what? Wait a second. No, Milf Island. Milf Island is the Thirty Rock bit. It's Milf Manor. I was oh, right. It's Milf Manor. Milf Manor. I'm sorry. 
Milf Island was a uh, a Thirty Rock joke that there was a new TV show called Milf Island, <laughs> but that one was a bunch of of old cougary ladies with like boys, <laughs> like they were like twelve year olds. Jesus. Um, let me look at some of these guys. Oh, they're little babies. You're right. They are not in yeah. their mid twenties. Yeah, they're yeah. They are. These are some college boys. Well, one of them looks like he is incapable of growing a beard. Yes. They oh, are, these are young. They are 18 to 21 years old. 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I clicked on a picture, and it's one of the, the blonde boys with a polo on, and the caption is, that's my mom right there. <laughs> sure is, bud. Unzip. <laughs> yuck. Oh, just everything yuck. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, and it's on TLC, too, which is oh, the probably the worst channel. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, what are your uh, what are your updated thoughts? I want you to watch an episode. I wanted to know your opinion about it because I know you're a reality TV fan. So I wanted to get your Stop reality. Saying TV- that. Stop I'm putting just, that out in the world. You, you're the one who said it. I... You're the one who said it. You find a certain sense of morbid. That's why I, I said have a morbid you curiosity. Brought you brought up reality TV. You were like, we love watching reality TV. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you should watch Milf Manor. <laughs> we watch a reality TV show, which is called Love is Blind, and it is hot garbage. I wouldn't say that we, en- we do enjoy watching it, but not for its quality and not because we enjoy reality TV. We enjoy how stupid this show is and how naive everybody on the show is. And some of the characters that come out of that show. I don't think I would like this show. I would hate everybody on the show. I would hate every MILF and every boy. Oh, wow. The hatred. The pure hatred coming from you on this. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um yeah, that was really it. I, I was curious if you would actually watch it. I, again, I didn't know how much reality TV you watched beyond just that. Um, so I was curious about your input on it. Yeah, no, um, it's not for me. It's not for anyone. It should be illegal and off the air. And TLC is the worst. <laughs> it's a federal crime. They shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Um, I understand. I want to talk about uh, my topic, if okay. you will. Yes, please. Um, so I wanted to talk generally about adaptations of video games, more specifically, and for this reason, the last of us TV show. Okay. Are you aware or up to speed or at least aware of the last of us TV show on HBO max? Yes, I am. Have you watched it? No, I'm a, will you watch it? I think I've had to play the game. <laughs> they're they're both very good so far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. The only thing I've heard, which is this is not good. Actually, maybe I won't say it. What? Yeah, I won't say it. No, it's gross. You won't like it. You won't like it at all. It's okay. Offer your reaction. No, I won't. I I, I can tell you wouldn't like it. Um, yes, no, <laughs> I I have not watched it yet. No. <laughs> I really don't want to know what you said. Is it something you're not comfortable saying, or is it something you think I'm not going to like hearing? I think you're not going to like hearing it. Hit me. Okay. 
you this have is, heard. This is not my thought. This is not coming from me. This is not my opinion. I've never seen the fucking show, so I don't know. I've been hearing weird, awkward-ass online discussions about how Ellie... Uh, people are mad, apparently, that Ellie's not hot enough. Which, to my understanding, is a bit weird because Ellie's not supposed to be attractive at that age. <laughs> no. So, okay, so I don't know who's watching f- this and going, I need Ellie to be hot when Ellie's like 10. <laughs> like, not an age you should be uh, thinking somebody should be physically attractive to because these comments are not coming from other 10 year olds so <laughs> 10 year old watching the hbo max last of us tv show yeah eh, these comments not hot enough these comments are not coming from that uh those groups no. so yeah um so ellie in the tv show and video game is 14 years old um in the sequel to the video game there is a five-year time jump uh, where I believe she's 19 years old, obviously. She may be a little bit older. The time jump may have been a little bit longer. Um, she is... Oh, gosh. How do I say this? Oh, gosh. This is going to be <laughs> hairy. But, like, <laughs> the most politically correct way to say this. She looks like what Elliot Page looked like before Elliot Page transitioned. I think that's fair to say, right? I think I... Wait, What? Elliot Page, yes, the actor. I know, known as- I know, I know who I know sure. who Elliot Page is. I, I know who he is. Before Elliot Page transitioned, when Elliot Page was in Juno. Uh, El, uh, El, uh wait, what's wait, name? wait, wait? Are you talking about the video game or the real person that's playing the HBO show? The video game. Yes, the that I know. I, I know the video Ellie. game. I know the video game. I know what Ellie looks like from the video game. Yes, looks like Juno. Yes. Like the character the Juno most... from the movie Juno. Yes, I know that. Yes. Yes. That I know. The uh the actress in the TV show is played by Bella Ramsey, who I think is fantastic. I've heard some mixed things, but I think mostly positive things. What was um, didn't didn't Bella Ramsey play Leia? No. Or is that somebody different? No. Somebody different. Um Bella Ramsey was in uh Game of Thrones. I know you haven't watched it, but no, for anybody out no. there, she was from Bear Island in like the later season of Game of Thrones. She's like the young girl who's in charge of a house in the north who like joins with Jon Snow and she's like a rambunctious little uh little lady um who's uh who's running this like really tough house that um yeah. Anyway, okay. she's a really cool character in that. Okay. She's a very different character. She's older. Uh, she's snarkier. She's like, she's got more of a, a rough, she's rough around the edges as Ellie. I think she's doing a great job. Um, Joel uh, is played by Pedro Pascal, who we love. Mm-hmm. We love Pedro Pascal playing a, playing a, 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 um, a, a guy who needs to take a young person on a long journey who doesn't really want to, but then grows to enjoy this young person's company. If that sounds familiar at all. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's basically what this story is about. The, the video game is fantastic. If you haven't played it, you should play it. If you want to watch the TV show, you should watch the TV show. It is fantastic so far. Um, it is interestingly beat for beat the video game. So it's it's the same thing. There's some differences. I think every difference that I've seen so far is better. 
Uh, every difference makes the TV show slightly better than the video game, like some of the story choices and details of the world and stuff like that. And the TV show adds a lot more context that we didn't get from the video game. And I think all that context makes the story better as well. So the core story is the same, just as just as good as the video game. And so far, two episodes into it, all the extra things and all the changes improve the story, which I think is really, really cool. Okay. So it got me thinking, Yes. is this the best video game adaptation? And then it got me thinking after I definitively said yes, has there ever been a good video game adaptation? <laughs> so you know what I was going to say? Yeah. How many times is a video game adaptation stick to the fucking material of where it came from? Yeah. And I'm here to say rarely. The majority of it, yeah. they pluck just the characters or maybe the, the world and then they just do the some recognizable random weird shit. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, they all know that part and they just do that and that's it. They never fucking yeah. do anything off of what the content that sold it was. And it sounds yeah. like off of what you're saying, that's exactly what they decided to do. They said, you know what's happened every time somebody's tried to do a video game adaptation? They go, no, what? And somebody said, it sucks because they don't do what the video game fucking did, which is the yeah. whole point of why we're here with millions of dollars in order to do this. So let's just do what the fucking video game did and just accomplish. Like, what did Harry Potter do? Hey, we're going to just take these characters and make this whole... No, they fucking read the books and said they're really long. We have to cut out some pieces, but let's just put in the big parts. And they just stuck to the fucking books. So there was yeah. no like, oh, I had no idea that was going to happen in the movie. No, you knew exactly what was going to fucking happen in the movie. And guess what? You loved it. It was great. And you made it a <laughs> blockbuster film franchise. That's what you fucking yeah. did. So that's what these people need to fucking do. Just do what got it to the dance and made it as good as it did. And just fucking do that. You don't need to reinvent the whole goddamn thing. You don't need to. Yeah. So that's what The Last of Us is doing. <laughs> to, be to be honest, I think, and tell me your opinion, I think it's because there's a slight fucking snark and arrogance from the movie industry saying there's no way a video game could tell a story better than we can. We need to do it the um, way that we know the audience wants to see things because we're the movie industry. We know what we're the film industry. We know what entertainment is. And then they go flop a fucking thing. And then it's just, yeah. that's not, uh, we get that. And yeah, it is a little different, but you, you see, we do this thing called storytelling in the video game industry and we're actually really fucking good at it because that's the whole premise of yeah. the game. So if you, <laughs> it's the whole premise of video games is uh, getting you into the story. So if you let, if you just take what we did, with this RPG and just fucking copy pasted it into <laughs> live action, you might be yeah. surprised that, oh, look, it's still a good story. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, I think, I think with The Last of Us, they recognize that. The showrunner, um, I think really respects the video game, but has some notes. And I would have done this differently. I would have done that differently, but I want to tell this story. And Neil Druckmann, the director of both video games, is, like, a producer on the show. So he's, like, the co-showrunner in a way. So he's, like, he's there every step of the way. It's like the early seasons of Game of Thrones that were so good because George R.R. R. Martin was a producer of the show. So he was there making it. And then he was like, hey, I got other shit to go do. And uh, I, you don't have any more of my books to go off of. You got this, right? All right. Peace. Good luck. <laughs> 
Um, so I, I did look up video game movies here. Okay. Uh, number one on Google results, Uncharted. <laughs> Another Naughty Dog womp, joint. Womp. Yeah. Womp womp. Uh, that Hollywood. So what you said to Hollywood has this like snark of like video games can't tell stories as good as us. I think that probably exists here and there. But I think what it is more is they just need movies to sell. And I think that's why a lot of studios buy the rights to video games. Hey, this made a lot of money. A lot of people recognize these specific characters and this story in this world. Let's buy the rights to it and diarrhea out some movie and then we'll make a lot of money. And I think that's all it is. So let's just take the parts of it that we need to make it recognizable and to get butts into seats. Yeah. And then that's all we need. I think that's more what it that, is. That's that sounds about right. Uncharted, besides the casting and some of the story beats, I think was actually fairly faithful. Like it had puzzle solving, it had parkour, it had uh, running and shooting and sh- uh, shooting from cover. It had treasure. It had like a kind of mystical element. Um, it had like big action set pieces. It had some literal set pieces from the games. Um, and it had Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. <laughs> as I always take Miss Fluffy. Yeah, whatever. Oh, the f- fuck. <laughs> fuck me. Fuck. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat. There's been a billion of those movies. Uh, yeah, which one are you referring to when you say Mortal Kombat? Well, the one that Google is referring to is the most recent one, uh, which I have seen. It's on HBO Max. I've seen it too. It's not terrible. It's a fine, dumb movie. And it has some, they did what you referenced. They just pulled recognizable things and just made a bullshit movie out of them. Here's the thing, though. Mortal Kombat is a recognizable world with recognizable characters and recognizable lines and moves and a bullshit story that you cannot make a movie with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the, that's, you're right, 100%. You can you can adapt that story of like this guy from the nether realm is holding this tournament and you need to fight to have the rights to blah 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 blah. But they did not do that. They just sent some like assassins from the nether realm and random characters show up and it's super corny cheesy, but um the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. I haven't seen those, but they definitely do their own thing. Sonic appears in the human world and Robotnik shows up and there's a lot of elements that they pulled um, and they made, I think, fairly serviceable movies that fans can enjoy because there's enough references and they're true enough to the characters that they did pull that it kind of makes sense. Uh, Warcraft, which I think I haven't seen it. I haven't played the games, but from what I've heard, it's it tried to be fairly serviceable uh, but got a lot of the characters and a lot of the races wrong and was just a bullshit bad story. <laughs> yeah, it was people. It was, I remember somebody said it's a, it's basically the equivalent of somebody who's never played World of Warcraft trying to explain the story of World of Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they just get it very wrong. Yeah. Uh, Detective Pikachu took the core weird story of the Detective Pikachu game and just instead of, what if instead of that was a video game, it was a big blockbuster movie? And I think that worked. And it was it, it was enough of a love letter to Pokemon 
Um, and it was true enough to the world of Pokemon that I think that one actually worked really well. That was a, that was a really good example of a video game movie. I think I like that one. That was a good movie. That was a, that was a good movie. Yeah. Um, we have Tomb Raider, which was very faithful to the Tomb Raider video game, um, which but one? then was bad. The, uh, huh. the one from 2018, there was a, not Tomb the Raider Angelina movie? Jolie ones. Okay. I was, I was thinking, wait, there's a 2018 to, Oh, I do remember that. With uh, Alicia Vikander. I do remember as, that. Yeah. As Lara Croft. Um, very faithful. It was pretty much the exact first reboot game, uh, like the video game that came out in like 2015 or something. It was pretty much just that, um, but apparently just not very good. I don't know. That wasn't a compelling enough story for a movie. Um, Ratchet and Clank. This is an interesting one because Insomniac Games, the studio that makes Ratchet and Clank, made this movie. Uh, and it's just all the assets from it's animated and it's just well, hey what if ratchet and clank but instead it's just all the cutscenes, and we just make it into a movie and then they made a ratchet and clank video game based off of this movie the story from the movie and both were really good <laughs> i never saw the movie yeah me neither i played the game and it was very good so i imagine it's just the movie is the game but without all the gameplay okay um angry birds can't forget about that. Move on. Oh, Assassin's Creed. Remember that? Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. No. I remember it now, but I don't re how what how bad was that? Uh that's a good question. Let me click on it here. Uh Assassin's Creed on Rotten Tomatoes is a 19. Um, so that's fun. Jesus. Um, that one I thought they did an interesting thing. They took the the DNA of the story of the games and just changed the details, but told like the same type of story, and it's basically the same template of a story, but with different characters and a different time period and different names and like stuff like that. Um, but was really uh, weird. <laughs> okay. Uh, Prince of Persia, garbage. Um, I actually enjoyed that one. Uh, Prince of Persia, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. yeah, interesting. I'm not saying uh, it was Max good. Payne. I didn't say it was good. I said I enjoyed it. Sure. Yeah, yeah I think that's fair. Max Payne. Uh, Max Payne with Mark Wahlberg, aka Sully from Uncharted. <laughs> oh my Hitman. god! I, I don't. Hitman wasn't bad. I think Hitman was one of those dumb, like, sure, me and the boys will go to the theater and watch this dumb movie. Like, it's like a Van Helsing kind of quality. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, a Van Helsing. Sure, thing. why not? Yeah, sure, why not? Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't go to the movie. It's on FX. <laughs> yeah, it's on. Yes, that's what it is. Hitman is a it's on FX movie. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, The Last of Us, they're doing it right. They gave it an HBO budget. They have the the director of the game as a producer. They um, they have the motion capture actors who played the zombies in the game play the zombies in the show in like full zombie makeup. So they move the exact same way, uh, which I think is so cool. Um, the story is great. They make changes that service the story. They make world details that make more sense. Like in the video game. 
the zombies eventually get to the point where they're like immobile and they just like kind of rot into fungus and then like spores come out. So like you'll be walking through the subway and you'll see a little cloud of spores and you're like, uh-oh, got to put on my, ba- my gas mask so you could walk through the spores. And like scientists were like, if they let off spores, the whole world wouldn't be infected. It wouldn't just be a few rooms. Like you wouldn't have to use a gas mask to go through a room. It would be the whole world. So that shouldn't exist. So they remove the spores from the TV show. And that makes sense. They like spread another way, which is really cool. And then they added this really cool. Well, no, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who wants to watch it. They added a few more details about how the zombies work and how the world works that I think is really great. Um, and then they just edited a couple of the story beats that make them more impactful and make them make more sense as a TV show. And it's just, it's so good so far. It's made by the guy who made, uh, the, the showrunner is the showrunner of Chernobyl, uh, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, and it's, it shows they have like the same like makeup director and, and stuff like that. It's, it's so good. I think everybody should watch it so far. It's or uh, two out of 10 episodes into it, but so far how, so good. How long are the episodes? 30, 45, an hour? Episode one, hour and a half. Episode two, 55 minutes. Episode three is going to be an hour and a half. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, it's so good. We like, it's a new thing that me and Marina are so excited for on Sundays. Um, that's my fiance, by the way. I don't think I've ever said her name. Oops. Um, we get so excited every Sunday night. Like we get the popcorn or the ice cream ready and sit on the couch and like get under the blanket and we're like, Ew, oh, gross. Oh man. Oh no. Like it's, it's, it's really fun. It's good to have a good show back. And HBO has been the one that to consistently give us that. This it's year. good to have a good show back. We are two weeks removed from Andor. Uh, you're two weeks removed. That show ended months ago. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, are you watching The Bad Batch season two? No, not right now. Yeah. I I tried watching episode one like three times and I fell asleep uh, a few minutes you know what, each you know time. What it, you know what it is? Yeah. The story is fine. The characters are great. It's the animation style. I'm over the yeah. animation style. It's been around for how long now? 2007. Yeah, I'm over the fucking blocky, hard-angled animation at this point. I'm yeah, I'm ready for something newer. Yeah, so that's what it is. I'm kind of just over the animation style. I feel yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's you know how like most of the Clone Wars is really good, but there's a few episodes that are like really childish. Yes the the Bad Batch most episodes are really childish, but there's a few good episodes. And that's just, it's not enough to keep me hooked. I think that's this, it's the same thing like that. It's like, it's not targeted for me. Yeah. It's Which really is not. fine. It doesn't have to be, but that's why it's yeah. just, there's no initiative to want to go watch it. Cause I know it's not going to be tailored for my style of wanting to be. Yeah. So, um, speaking of things that are tailored for, uh, for me and for us, um, have you heard about, uh, Justin Roiland? Yes. I was wondering if we were going to talk about that. We might as well. Um, we're here. I don't know very many of the details, though. Uh, he I forget is, where I saw snippets. He has been under investigation for felony charges of domestic violence. Which, can you give me a quick... Like, how bad is that? How bad is a felony? Felony domestic violence is like he beat... Someone that's like a really federal bad. that's a federal domestic charge sure 
Like, so like jail time. Yes. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, that's not great. Um, and you know what's funny? Well, it's not funny, but you know what's uh, uh, what's coincidental is that when this came out, uh, when Adult Swim came out and said, we're no longer working with Justin Roiland, we've separated from him completely, I immediately jumped to everybody else from Rick and Morty to see what's being said. And I've noticed Dan Harmon, Sarah Chalk, uh, Spencer, Grammer, um, they are all they all haven't posted since the beginning of January. I think January seventh and tenth was the last time they posted anything, and then they haven't posted anything. I, I don't think they've even done like a lot of live stories ever since. Yeah. I'm so. sure they the pressure is just too high. Like they have to people are like you said, you immediately jump to them. Everybody's looking to them for something. And I think whatever they say has to be so carefully thought out and and balanced and things like that. So. I don't think they're going to say anything. I think Dan might. Or that, yeah. But, oh, Dan will. Dan but, is an open book. But I keep hearing about how him and Dan actually have been have been like drifting apart. Uh, okay. I, that's what I heard. I heard, at least that's what I've been seeing online, people reporting of just... The writer's room has actually been getting a little bit distance from Justin anyways. Just, wow. I guess Justin's just been a little bit narcissistic. Huh. And I guess he's been a little wild, people have been saying. I don't know. This is all speculation and possibly lies. But that's what it was sounding like when people were talking about it. Of just nobody on. Everybody's tweeting like Rick and Morty. Nobody. Everybody in Rick and Morty's happy he's gone. And it's just like, ah. I don't know that. I mean, so he's he's he was clearly a funny guy. Obviously, he came up with these characters. I was very put off by these characters at the beginning, especially Doc and Marty. What do you mean, or whatever? Put off. Doc, specifically Doc and Marty. Do you remember the original yeah. animated short that Rick and Morty spun off from? Yeah, it's gross. It was gross. It still is gross. <laughs> it's just vulgar and gross. The first couple episodes of Rick and Morty, it actually took me quite a while to get into. Uh, like the there was something so like, I guess gross about like Rick being a barely functioning alcoholic who always has vomit on his lip, and they made these like weird the lip faces and stuff <laughs> like that, and it was always so like crass. And I need to you to shove these seeds way up your butthole, and it was just like that kind of thing. But then obviously that shows insanely clever, so I grew to love it. And then I like saw the threads of those first few episodes and like what made them funny and like the irony and, and that type of humor and stuff like that. And th- but like every interview with Justin Roiland, he either looks very hungover or very drunk all the time. <laughs> and he always seemed like, and I know this is so easy to say in hindsight, like now knowing what's going on, but he always just seemed troubled or like uneven if that makes sense definitely uneven apparently he what he i don't know if he still does but apparently everybody's been reporting that they now feel more comfortable talking about um how much he was drinking all the time and uh i don't think he was walking around blacked out all the time but people were saying yeah he was in a constant state of not sober yeah so to speak which is that's sad that sucks. That's he clearly had a has has or had a problem. Um, there was even that like uh, honestly like 
video that I found very funny, the him in the recording studio when he needed to record Rick when Rick was drunk and he needed he took like six or seven shots. But then, like, towards the end of the video, people are like, all right, Justin, you got to stop. That's too much. You got to tone it down, buddy. He's like, no, I'm a master of my work. I got to keep going. <laughs> and it's like, oh, man, that's he probably didn't have to. Um, so that stinks. The, I, w- I will admit the domestic violence was a shock to me. That was very surprising to hear. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I hope... I hope everybody involved is okay. I hope everybody who worked with him is okay. I hope he does okay. That it's that's so shocking and like alarming to hear. Um, but yeah, he it it seems like he's thrown it all away. Like he got fired or Dultzman is separating with him. He resigned from Squanch Games, um, who I really like. They made three really awesome games. They made uh, Accounting Plus, the VR game, which is hilarious. <laughs> they made um, uh, Trover Saves the Universe, which was pretty fun. And then they made a Life... What is Life? Or Life is something? What? Uh, oh, fuck, what was that? What was the game? Squanch Games. They made... Bah, 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 high on Life. Um, which is the the game where like aliens land on Earth and they all take the form of weapons. So like you pick up a weapon and all the weapons talk to you and they have like a Justin Roiland voice. So it's like, hey man, uh, I think you should like start shooting people. And like the assistant in the game is just the gun you're holding. <laughs> um, so that, that they're they're a good studio. I hope they do okay. I hope the show Rick and Morty does okay. I hope. Uh, I hope I hope justice happens. I guess. Apparently, I think I think I saw that somebody reported this comes from an incident that happened in 2017, 2018. Okay. And I guess it's been going through the legal process this entire time, and it only really took a next step. Wow. Now. Wow. So. So that's odd. So a lot of these interviews that I've seen him in and a lot of Rick and Morty and like two out of these three games. Yeah, Trover Saved the Universe came out in 2019. High in Life came out in 2022. Um, But I mean, these could all just be fake accounts and reports. You can't trust anything online. True. True. It could all just be fake shit. I don't know. But that's what I've been hearing. I was disappointed when I first saw that because I didn't know the background of it. I've just Adult Swim has announced all cancellations. Solar Opposites dropped him. Um, his Koala Man show that got dropped. Like every, like he's gone. And uh, yeah, he's done. And I was wondering just what the response to it's going to be, right? I because I don't know what the response is going to be from Harmon and the writers' room and what they're doing for Rick and Morty. I don't think the story of Rick and Morty takes an impact that much because there's a lot of good writers on that show, and I yes, don't think that's they could a come up with something infinitely creative. I think I'm I'm almost not concerned about the performance of the show either because there's some very good voice actors out there that can yeah. do those voices. Oh, 100 percent. So. Will it be Justin? No, but I mean, it would be close enough that I think they can get by with some very unique storytelling. Yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah, man, just, how do you, how do you feel about it? 
I feel bummed. I think you and I both had a similar feeling with Louis C.K. Yeah. When that shit happened, we were both just really bummed out. Just, oh, man, fuck. Yeah. I can't believe this person was doing this. Yeah, exactly. This person that I respected and was a fan highly of of for their work, was a fan of. Was a fan of. Went and apparently was acting like this. Yes. And that's the weird thing, too, like... With with Louis, it was something that happened a long time ago. Like, it was something that happened when he just rose to fame. Yeah. And so, like, a lot of me enjoying Louis was after this happened. And then we're now hearing, if it's true that this is all from something in 2017, 2018, a lot of me enjoying Justin Roiland is him after he did this. So that feels weird because we, we've talked way in the past about, like, things like James Gunn, where... 20 years ago, James Gunn was a piece of shit, and then he's grown as a person, has learned from his mistakes, and all the things that he's done since then were, like, after his his growth, and then he got fired for something he did a long time ago, and you and I, I think we both agree we, we found that to be pretty bullshit, but, like, this is something that is wrong, obviously, is horrible, and then... Uh, there appears to have been no moment of growth and uh and we were still still fans the whole time so it feels it feels dirty feels uh feels wrong i feel icky but um yeah do you have any uh any last uh thoughts about that no i i mean icky is definitely the way to put it it's it's uh yeah it's icky it's it's icky. I mean, James Gunn didn't commit a felony. Yeah. So it's, he just said it's, <laughs> tweets that were offensive to some people. Yeah. So it's not it's not exactly the same. I mean, it's a uh, it's kind of. I hope if Justin is innocent, it comes out and uh, what's rightfully belonging to him for his hard work and what he's what he's accomplished comes is his. And I hope if it's true and he is guilty of it i hope uh he has the he has to pay for it and in whatever way that is um that's all i can really say about it i mean it's uh to your point it's it's i think we find out more that people are extremely flawed and regardless of the levels of success or notoriety their flaws remain very strong and 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 i think there's a part of it that's genuine for the art they create uh i'm not justifying dan Harmon's own troubled history with uh abusing his toxic like abusing toxic masculinity in the workplace which he's come out and spoken about but that's something yeah. where it's a situation where he did learn from it. He was not aware of what he was doing, or I guess maybe he was, and he just didn't care at the at the time. But it was a moment of growth, and yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's um, I'm trying to remember what our conversation was when we talked about Louis, because that was so long ago. It was a long time ago. We had a few. Um, uh, I Louis is like halfway between. Uh, piece of shit, <laughs> like fuck that guy. And I think Dan Harmon, um, I really do think Dan Harmon, regardless of what he did, 
and how he acted had one of the most graceful reactions to it. Um, he was just on- a com- he was honest. Yes, he was open and honest. He admitted his mistakes. He's trying to learn from his mistakes. He's trying to grow as a person. He uh, tried to apologize. And I don't know, and I I don't. It's not up to me to care about if the person affected uh, like forgives him. Um, but I I do genuinely think that he grew as a person, or at least he he put out that message that he grew as a person, and he owned up and detailed everything, and it was very clearly very hard for him to do. And I think that was something very different during all of those times, and I respected it. Uh, Louis owned up to everything he did apologized for it and then that's kind of it like that's something i guess he's not a different person these days like he he goes on podcasts every once in a while youtube would be like oh louie on your mom's house podcast or something like that and i'll watch him and he's like now he makes jokes about it and like his first stand-up run back like his first special back that i watched out of a morbid curiosity he was making jokes out of it and you and I know how we stand on comedy. Funny is funny, regardless of it's a, if it's offensive or wrong. If it's funny, that's funny, and that's what comedy is. And he was he was making jokes about it, and they were funny. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, this this doesn't feel right. <laughs> this is <laughs> he. It, it's the thing is, is that I don't think <clears throat> I think he had one moment of being honest about it, and then I think he knew that was an anchor moving forward. Yeah, Louis specifically. And I think Louis jokes about it now because he just wants to acknowledge the elephant in the room to get it out of the way. I'm not trying to justify it. I'm just trying to say I think that's why he does it. I don't think he generally finds joy out of talking about it or he finds a lot of humor out of it. I think he just wants that to be acknowledged in the room so he can proceed with his jokes. That's Every time he talks about it that I've seen in bits... He kind of says it not so much to really give a big lesson or to give a big, uh, a big punchline. It's really just to get it out the way, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, Louis said something about it, right? Kind of like what we're doing right now with where's Dan Dan Harmon's stance on what happened with Justin. He's like, going to say it to get it out of the way, and he's going to have yeah. to eventually. And I'm sure he's crafting some type of medium to explain his side of it, but. He's either crafting or he's not ready to talk about it, which I think this sounds weird to say, but knowing Dan Harmon, because I listened to a lot of his podcasts, listened, I haven't kept up on him in a while, but I was very familiar with community and all the stories in and around community. And I watched some Harmon Town and I watched his TV show Harmon Quest. So I, and I feel like he's, he's pretty much himself in a lot of those situations. So I, I do feel like I know him in kind of a parasocial way. Uh, but I, I, he seems like the type to be like really distraught over this. And I mean, I, I think with the way he owned up to his shit that happened a few years ago, he might be like the balls in Justin's court. Like, all right, your turn. Like, <laughs> own up to the shit i'm not gonna speak on your behalf i'm not gonna save you yeah this is on you to to take control over yeah it could be that it, it definitely could yeah be i learned that. now's your chance to learn um and then uh and then we could continue working together if you do or or something he probably won't but then we could continue speaking or something i don't know um yeah anyway uh we have a few more minutes left you have one more topic left your last all caps topic here do you want to talk about that 
Do you remember what it's about? Are we playing this game again? Whoa, 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 whoa. Lots of attacks to set me up here. I'm just trying yeah, to fuck you, Debs. What's your, what's your thing about? <laughs> do you know what I mean by this? By this topic? Uh, do I know what you mean by all caps, fuck you, breathing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it that you hate breathing? I no, think if I no, if but I'm glad that's where your sin- mind went about me. That's good. Peering, peering into your mind. I, I, <laughs> depending on the 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 syntax of this of this topic, uh, if I had a little window into your mind, I would think that you hate that your body has the limitation of breathing. That's option one. That like you wish you could do more and be more miserable while you're playing hockey. You wish you could play longer. With, without needing to breathe, but the breathing is what's stopping you. Your lungs are tapped out, but your body can keep going. I think that's number one. And I think number two is that type of breathing you do when you fucking hate someone. Or, or as I, you would call it, the fuck you breathing. <laughs> like that type of breathing when all you're thinking is fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Am I right in either of those? You're closer with the second one. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's It's... it's you know the people who breathe a certain way that you just think I fucking hate you and I fucking hate your breathing right now and the fact that I can pick up on how you're breathing. You know what I mean? Mouth breathing. The people that are either fully mouth breathing or they just partially <laughs> mouth breathe and you can hear them partially open and close while they're mouth breathing on the inhale and exhales. No, it's more like a nasal mouth yeah weird open close because they're just so (laughs) it's like (laughs) yeah no i want a hot dog like that's that that kind of breathing is just fucking oh and they always want hot dogs you already know But you know what That's I'm saying, so funny. right? Like, yes, I'm not I do. Saying, I'm not talking about people who are tired and breathing slow or even snoring. I'm talking about people who just in their daily existence will just stand there and breathe in an annoying, inefficient manner. You, know, makes, who would, uh, you know who would relate to this really well is my fiance. <laughs> she hates people breathing too? She hates me breathing. <laughs> That sounds horrible, but you know what I mean. Um, we'll be like watching TV, and then she'll just turn over to me. I'll be like, what? And she's like, you're breathing so loud right now. <laughs> I do I do mouth breathe a lot more than I should. Why do I you think mouth breathe? The fatter I am, the more I mouth breathe, the more I snore. <laughs> like, it's just there is, a, there is an even correlation between poundage and snorage. <laughs> Yes, that is that 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 is a thing. One hundred percent, that's yeah. a thing. But it's also for the mouth breathing. Like, I I catch myself doing it in movie theaters, uh, especially like when I'm wearing a mask. Like, I do breathe heavier when I'm wearing a mask. Um, but I'll be like sitting in a chair, so often next to you, and I'll have my mask on, and I'll just be like, <sighs> and I'll be like, oh shit, I'm breathing kind of loud, <laughs> uh, and I'll have to tone it down. Um, but then every once in a while I do catch someone else mouth breathing and it's usually someone of my stature or bigger. (laughs) So like I have some friends that every once in a while I'll notice it, but I'm like, Hey man, you breathe the way that you want to breathe. We're friends. But there are sometimes at work, 
someone will sit near me, near me, not close to me, but near me, and I will hear them from desks away, and just like, (sighs) and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I have to say something, right? I have to say something to this person. Um, Yeah. Okay, so you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, what are I, you? Uh, I try to. What inhale, made you put I, this on the list? I try to inhale, exhale through my nose at all times, um, just so I'm quieter and more even in my breath. Uh, yeah, it's tough when you have a fat nose with tiny little holes. <laughs> you need a bigger hole to get more air intake. What did I don't? Here's the funny thing. I can't recall the singular thing. I think I was picking up a coffee. Yeah, and the person in front of me was just on their phone with their mouth open. And I was just thinking, <laughs> close your fucking mouth. Why? <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with that face. With that fucking face. Just dead. No muscles <laughs> activated in their face. Just yes, asleep but standing. <laughs> yes. And I was just, I'm fine if you sleep and you breathe like that. But if you're just standing there and you just exist and your default mode is to breathe like that, it's so annoying to me. It's so annoying to me. It's just. uh, And it makes your breath smell worse, too. Yeah. 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 Just be more repulsive as a person. Go for it. Yeah. It's just. (laughs) (laughs) It's a vicious cycle. That's why. uh, It's just. Oh, my God. It's. It's. And also chew with your mouth open. That's what it's like. It's. It's it's just. Yeah. Another thing. It's just another fucking thing. Just another. That's one of mine. I. um, I got lunch with someone at work recently who I don't often get lunch with. And I was sitting down at the table with them. And I was like, oh, man. I remember getting lunch with this person like pre-COVID back in the day. They chew with their mouth open and they just got a fucking cheeseburger. This is going to be really rough. And like full on, like no one has ever told this person that you should chew with your mouth closed. Like they've never seen a movie or a TV show where a character is told to chew with their mouth closed. They are unaware of the social norm to chew with your fucking mouth closed. They'll just take a bite and just full on like, like full on like cow mouth open in the middle of each bite. Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> and, but like <laughs> with nasty burger in there. And this person also does like the snake double bite where they like take a bite of the burger and bite and then open again and fit some more bite in so there. So they use the first like bite two bites leverage. of burrito. The, ha, ha. Yeah, the leverage <laughs> to get the second bite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like the angler fish where their inner jaw comes out and grabs the prey and pulls it into the mouth so the outer jaw can fully bite. <laughs> <laughs> or like the xenomorph from Aliens with the little, the little mouth inside the mouth that bites and pulls closer to bite. Uh, and I've also seen this person eat a burrito, and it's the double. <laughs> like, trust me, dude, you got enough in the first one. <laughs> I just, uh, that's my, yeah, that's what that caption was. I just needed to get that frustration out. That's all. This is a frustrating episode for you, I think. For me? Yeah. <laughs> you brought Milv's Island. <laughs> Manor. And you brought Milf Manor. Uh, Justin Roiland and uh, mouth breathers. <laughs>
If you understand why Eleven from Stranger Things hates them. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's the it's the year. I, I can't believe it's only been three weeks. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Has it been only three weeks? It is the 26th, so it's been three and a half weeks. Um, uh, yeah, but at least we have The Last of Us this year. Yes, true. Also, beginning of March, we have um, Mandalorian, right? Uh, yeah, March 1st, I think. Or 3rd. Super excited for that one. Yeah, first or third. Both of those seem right. <laughs> I think it's the third. I think it's the start of the weekend, I think. Yeah. I could be wrong. But yeah, beginning of March. So that's coming up too. Yeah. Cool. Lots to look forward to. Very um, much. We'll watch an episode of MILF Manor together, as we promised. Okay. And uh, <laughs> we will talk about that. No, probably not. We're not going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, cool. We'll see you next week, everybody. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, please, please give us a rating. We could really use the help on, uh, Apple podcast or whatever, uh, type of podcast service you use. Um, share this episode with a friend if they, uh, if they love MILF Manor or if they love the last <laughs> of us and they want to hear our, our, our thoughts. We hope they like MILF and, Manor. Uh, we hope they like MILF Manor. Yeah. And, uh, and catch you next week. If, uh, if you tune in next week and next week you'll be in person, hopefully. Yay. Yay. Hopefully. If I don't catch this and then I have a five-day incubation period. Oh, God. All right. Take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah. You as well, sir. (laughs) Toodles. Peace.